4: Oh yeah! It is the eye couple. I'm Chris Broussard, alongside my partner Rob Parker, and we are broadcasting live from the TireRack.com studio. Well, do it live. We're brought to you by Progressive. Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy. And affordable. You can get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All of your protection in one place is a wonderful thing. So bundle and save at Progressive.com. We are the iCouple. And keep it locked here on Fox Sports Radio for the next three hours. Not two. Fox Sports Radio, the iHeartRadio app. Or Sirius XM Channel 83, however... You may be listening. You won't be disappointed. Trust a brother. Let me welcome in my partner, Rob Parker. What's up, man? How are you? I am doing uh, absolutely great. What's up, Chris Boussard? How are you? I'm I'm fantastic, man. Looking forward to a great show. Excited about it. So, um, yes, lots to talk about lots to Especially get into, our man.
1: Ephraim Salam will join us
4: at the bottom of the hour. Uh, the former NFL player who always is on on Tuesdays. Yes, it is a Trash Talking Tuesday. So you guys will have 30 to 40 seconds to trash anyone or anything in the entire world of sports. So get your takes ready. That is the second hour of the show. 535, 540 Eastern or Pacific. Eastern. All right, uh, let's introduce the iCouple crew. The super producer, Rob G, is in the house. On the ones and twos, our main man, DJ Alex Teicher, a.k.a. Alex the Vegan. And on the updates, Kevin Wyatt will be doing his thing. And, of course, social media is our man, Elijah Sabunia. Rob, last night, uh, as we spoke, uh, the NFL game was taking place, the Monday night game, and a lot of people thought, you know, the Buffalo Bills, who were viewed by many as contenders, Super Bowl contenders, going into the season, a lot of people thought that they would roll over the, uh, they're not really hapless anymore, they used to be hapless, just a about a month ago, the Denver Broncos. But now they've been playing some pretty good football. They've actually won three straight games, beat Kansas City, and last night beat Buffalo. And uh, it was a good game. It was competitive, and it was uh, had some drama at the end. But Denver won 24-22. to And, Rob, now the Buffalo Bills once, uh, like I said, viewed as contenders are 5-5. Five and five. And looks like I, I actually don't think they'll even make the playoffs now. And looks like they're they, they this is a nightmare of a season for them, and um, it's just horrible. Now, where are you at on the Bills, and what's your biggest takeaway from last night?
3: I, I don't think it's changed at all. I said this last
4: week. You picked week. them to make the playoffs.
3: Yeah, I picked so them. That, that hasn't changed. No, but I'm saying what I said last week. Let's just go back to I, I updated it last week. We had a show. I said, A, they're dead, and B, they're not making the playoffs. So I'm right where oh, they you are. You said that last week. last week. Yeah, last week. We got go check the, the TikTok. That's what uh, TikTok. Elijah put out. Yeah, the TikTok. Oh, okay. Our TikTok from our show. It's a clip that uh, Elijah put up, but nothing's changed from a week ago. I know people thought it was a prisoner of the moment because they had lost last week. And, oh, you know, you're just overreacting. I saw some of the comments. Oh, you're just overreacting, whatever. No, I've said this all years. The reason I didn't pick them to win the division, it's the reason I was lukewarm on them, making the playoffs even at the start. I remember I had to ask Rob G if I even picked them because I was so down on them. them. No, I know he told me (laughs) after the fact. But I am just saying. I, I said this a week ago that they were dead. It's it. It looks like it's it's a team that's dead that's not going anywhere. I said their windows closed. I believe all those things, and I get it. You want to find a fall guy and fire somebody because of what happened yesterday? There is twelve men on the field. Would have missed. Field, would have missed field goal. You would have won the game, right? That, so that didn't happen. But there were all kinds of other mistakes that went on and turnovers and the same old, same old that we've seen. They should have lost to the Giants a couple of weeks ago, Chris and Buffalo. You remember with the pass interference in the end zone, they could have lost that game. They were saved. They almost got saved last night from a missed field goal, right? Originally, if if they didn't have the 12 men on the field, they would have got saved again. So you start looking at these games and looking at what's going on and it's the same thing they easily could 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 be in a worse situation. I think there's even one other game that escapes me at this moment, Chris where they played poorly and they were able to win at the end where they could have lost that. Um so they've had a bad season and uh Josh Allen for all the touchdown he throws, the turnovers are just outrageous and ridiculous. I don't know what do, what do we like about this team anymore, Chris? That's why I was questioning them about the way that they – the taste they left in our mouth after the playoff loss, and then you remember the, the digs stuff with the coach. Remember we talked about that? What's going on here?
4: There's some disharmony. the team that's falling apart. That's all there is to it. Um, and Josh Allen, he reminds me, Rob, he's like a Russell Westbrook. He's phenomenal. He's a spectacle. He will – have you saying, wow, one moment and you can't believe what he just did. And then the next moment you're throwing up your hands in disgust. You can't believe what he just did. And that's what he is. He's still he's a very good great player. He leads he even as with all the hand wringing, he leads the league in touchdowns. He's got twenty six.
1: But many, he also
4: leads the league yeah. in turnovers. He's got eleven interceptions, fourteen turnovers total. So he giveth and he taketh away. And that is a big problem for these Bills. Um, I think their window to win a Super Bowl with him will be open throughout his prime. But it seems like with this group, this group of, you know, obviously some of the teammates will remain the same, but kind of this core group of teammates or this core, this coaching staff, that seems to be closed. Because as I said, Rob, I don't think they're making the playoffs. And because when you look at their schedule, at 5-5, and they are not out of it. Heck, I think Denver is actually alive at 4-5 and now. But when you look at their schedule, next week they got the Jets. Okay, you would think they can win that one, but the Jets beat them earlier in the year. But, Rob, here it is. Then you've got Philadelphia, Kansas City, Dallas— And the Chargers. now, And then after that, New England and Miami. I could easily, I'm not guaranteeing it, but I could see you can easily look at that and say four losses. Even if you think they play well and they only lose three, that would put them at nine and eight, Rob. Probably not getting into the the tournament at nine and eight. So I, I agree with the firing of Ken Dorsey. We'll have Mike Sandon, who I, I would imagine doesn't agree with it. He writes for The Athletic and wrote a column about Dorsey getting a bad rap. But I, I just think something needs to, to change. The offense um, has been stagnant for more than a month. They haven't played well since they beat, beat up on Miami 48-20 when it looked like everything was coming up roses. Um, and, Rob, if and you know I've been saying this from the get-go. If Dorsey, if they don't change and things don't improve under Joe Brady, the new offensive coordinator, and remember he was at LSU with Joe Burrow and Justin Jefferson and Jamar Chase. Everybody thought he was the new hotness. Then he goes to Carolina and fails. But if things don't change under him the rest of this season, the next guy to go, in my view, should be Sean McDermott. And I've been saying since they gave him the extension, it was the wrong move. He should, this should be a prove-it year. He's proven he's a good coach. He can get him to the playoffs perennially. But, Rob, some coaches, whether overall or with a certain group, cannot get you over the hump. And I don't believe he can get them over the hump. Their culture's bad. They're mentally weak. And I think that's one of their biggest problems. They, are, they seem to be a, a mentally weak team.
3: Well, with all that said, he should be fired. And, and why isn't he the one being fired when he's overseeing this? There's a lot of issues on this team. It's not just offensively. It's not just defensively. There's so many mistakes and, and things that are going on. And you could see it it, it slipping away. I mean, you could go ahead and, and sacrifice the – once a head coach has to fire coordinators, he's on the hot seat anyway because that's not what a coach wants to do. But he may you know, do that, yeah.
4: that yeah, yeah, he, he yeah.
3: has no choice. That they went in and said, whose head are you giving me today? Seriously. Somebody, somebody after we lost that and the guy missed the field goal, we had 12 men on defense. Like, like you don't think that, that that's huge and, and, and somebody's going to have to pay the price for that?
4: What do you think of that 12 men on Like, to me, Rob, it was inexcusable. And it should not have come down to them scrambling on the last play of the game. Because it was clear. I mean, Denver had knelt down three straight plays. They weren't trying to move the ball. You should have had your field goal block team in. Like, at, at the very least, Rob, for the last kneel down. If not the last, they two. should have already been in right. there. Right, it shouldn't have been scram. I I get it. You the players can be blamed too because they did practice it according to McDermott, so they shouldn't have had twelve out there. But still, it never should have come down. Yeah, but to isn't their a coach? on that last play?
3: I thought there was a coach, Chris, that makes sure, like that the detail coach or whatever that counts to make sure that shouldn't happen. I what don't at know. the Notre the Notre Dame game when they lost to Ohio State? And a big, you know, they scored a touchdown at the end at the goal line, Chris, in the college game. They only
4: had 10 on the field. They had too few in that game. Like, that, that can't happen. Yeah, it was, it, it, it's bad. And I agree. You, you know, like I said, um, McDermott, Rob, he's the longest-tenured coach in the league to never have been to a Super Bowl or even won a Super Bowl. Um, he's sixth in the league and you know, longest time with the current team, six years, or this is seventh year. He's the only one in that group, uh, the top seven, who hasn't won a Super Bowl. He's only one in the top eight who hasn't been to a Super Bowl. So it's time to show and prove. Doesn't mean he's a bad coach. Just means that this isn't working. The culture is bad. It's not championship level. We know we got a great quarterback for all his warts. And we've got to do whatever we can to try to win a Super Bowl this time. We didn't do it with our last great quarterback, Jim Kelly. We've got to do it this time. All right, 877-99 on Fox. Your turn to weigh in. What are your thoughts on the Buffalo Bills? Are they done? Both Rob and I agree they're not making the playoffs this year. Still got a chance, but we don't see it happening. Where are you? 877-99 on Fox. Your turn to weigh in.
3: Hey, we're Kavino and Rich, Fox Sports Radio, every day, 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern. But here's the thing we never
5: have enough time to get to everything we want to get to. And that's why we have a brand new podcast called Over Promised. You see, we're having so much fun in our two hour show, we never get to everything. Honestly,
3: been a little harder. It's going to be the best after-show podcast of all time. There you go. Overpromising. Perfect.
5: And remember, you could see it on YouTube, but definitely join us. Listen to Overpromised with Cavino and Rich on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is...
4: All right, we're live from the TireRack.com studios. It is the iCouple. And did you know that Discover wants everyone to feel special? That's why with your Discover card, you have access to 24-7 customer service as well as $0 fraud liability, which means you are never, ever held responsible for unauthorized purchases. That's fantastic. Learn more at discover.com slash credit card limitations. Do apply, eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox. Are the Bills done at 5-5? Five and five? Your thoughts?
3: All right, Jerome in Charleston. You're on the Odd Couple Fox Sports Radio. What you got, Jerome? I don't know how they're going to make the
6: playoffs. Did you see their schedule down the stretch? Yeah. The way Alvin's playing? The way he's playing? Hey, first offensive coordinator
4: goals. Then the next guy that goes, the coach, and the last guy might be the quarterback. I'm no, hold on. Sure. Hold, all right, stay there. Tell me why. I mean, why would you get rid of Josh Allen? He's still a good quarterback. Saying, He's got his problems. He's got to improve. I but I, don't, why, I, if I mean, he plays like teams, this, you ain't winning anything. Teams go I'll tell for you decades that. still. He, like I said, he still leads the league in touchdowns. Yeah. Teams I'm go for saying, decades trying to get a franchise quarterback. They got one. I ain't getting rid of I'm him. Not. I got. I understand that. I, I'm not saying they will.
6: But hey, if they don't, there's going to be a bidding war for another coach, and that coach belongs in Michigan. I don't know how this whole – Harbaugh, season, you want Harbaugh there? Hey, he needs some discipline, man. He needs a disciplinarian. That's what he needs. He needs somebody to pull him to the side and say, hey, you can't keep doing this. You can't keep. You can't right. keep. Playing. No, you can't win. Wow, you won't win anything, way.
3: right? You can't do. I, I agree with that. That at some point. Yeah. Someone has to get to this guy and say, "This is not going to get it done. It just it's not. You'll be just like and, and and I'm not saying that Jim Kelly turned the ball over, Chris, but you'll wind up being a great quarterback in Buffalo. Who you know what I mean? Of the talented quarterback in Buffalo who didn't win anything. You can't you can't keep giving the ball to the other team. It, it's just yeah. I
4: mean, we, you, you can won't live win with a certain amount of turnovers, but not this is way over the top it right now. Yeah, there's no question.
3: Eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox. If anybody else wants to I, jump in, I've called I just,
4: him Rob, the Brett Favre of this generation, and uh, and I still feel I, that way. But I will. I don't say even this. know if he's
3: that. Brett Favre won three straight uh, MVPs. No right,
4: and, and those years when Favre won the three straight MVPs, he wasn't turning the ball over like he became known for. No right. Like That's what I'm MVP saying. Right. Years it was 38 touchdowns, led the league, 13 interceptions. 39 touchdowns, 13 interceptions. 35 touchdowns, 16 interceptions. So those years were his best years. He won the MVP. They won a Super Bowl. And then, you know, obviously still was a high turnover. You know, he really became high interception guy um, later after that. I mean, his second year as a starter, he led the league in interceptions. But those three years, he was able to get it under control, Rob. And um that's when No, he that's what I'm saying, football.
3: right. Right. That's when he was MVP. Like Josh Allen, you could throw the most touch uh it's it's throw the most touchdowns, but you can't have that many not only picks Chris, but just turnovers. He loses the ball. So it it, it just looks bad. If you're if you're a Buffalo fan, you got to be sick right now. Really. Because it wasn't that long ago that they were in Kansas City and he scored that late touchdown, Chris, and then uh, the defense gave it up in 50 seconds. I mean, like, like that, that didn't happen did 10 13? years ago. Was that the 13 yeah, seconds? Yeah, yeah 13 was less seconds. Than, yeah, less than a minute. But you know what I mean? Yeah, that, think about where that is. And you can't get that back. Um, and, now, no. and now you look like that from, you're from there to now where you might not make the playoffs. Then it's going to be a coaching change, philosophy change, going to clean house with people. The GM could probably could lose his job. And then you start this whole different thing going. And then that might take a few years, Chris. And then all the other you know young quarterbacks in the league and all the other, it's not an easy
4: path. Like it's, I do it's, think, though, you do have, and again, with all his warts, you do have the, the key building block that you need when you have to rebuild. And that is a quarterback. He's a franchise quarterback. I I don't want to act like he can't play and oh maybe it's not that they he need can't to get play. Rid of he has him. to play
3: better. That's all I'm no, saying. No, he does. He but you got to play still, better than
4: what he's playing. He does, but at, at the same time, let's remember they're missed last night. They were missing five defensive starters, and what that has done, Rob, is it's removed their amount of re- margin for error. And so now the errors he makes are magnified because you can't stop anybody like you used to. They don't have the running game that, that you'd want them to have. And that's what, look, whether it's a new head coach or this new offensive coordinator, their first order of business is going to be to get Josh, you know, back to playing his best football. That's number one because, you know, without him, you're not going anywhere. But, um, you know, he he's gotta he's gotta look in the mirror, and he's got a lot of soul searching to do for sure. Um, but they they're gonna have to figure it out, no doubt. All right, eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox, you' better call in again next hour with your trash talk. We got Ephraim Salam around the corner, but first.
5: Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at FoxSportsRadio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live.
4: Our next guest, former NFL offensive lineman, now a Fox Sports Radio weekend superstar, our man, Ephraim Salaam. Ephraim, what's up, man?
6: What's happening, brothers? How y'all doing?
4: We are great, man. Great to have you on. And let's start with the Buffalo Bills. Uh, first of all, how surprised that you are you at their collapse and how would you fix it?
6: Uh I'm I'm really surprised. I think a lot of us are surprised, uh, given uh how we thought they would be one of the top teams in the AFC coming into the season. Uh of course you have Josh Allen when he's not in uh Turning the ball over, he's one of the top quarterbacks in the league. Uh, and then that's course, a rare time
3: nowadays. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's, he, it's, he, Ephraim. Don't we have to well, start looking like this is who he is? He ter- he well, turns well, the ball over like crazy.
6: This is what happens when you feel that you can make every throw, and you don't necessarily. Take the time to really understand what defenses are trying to do to you. When you feel like you can put everything on your arm, then you tend to make mistakes, and those mistakes can be costly. But I will say this: you know him without Brian Dayball, he doesn't look like the same Josh Allen uh, with him, and that that's something that, that a lot of people aren't talking about. It is something's there uh, that Brian was able to hone in to for those two years and got the most out of Josh Allen that now obviously been missing
4: Dayball could be available well, <laughs> maybe they bring yeah. him back as an OC yeah. wait a minute <laughs> he, was coaching, he was coaching a year last year what happened what Lucy Yeah, I, know.
6: I, I can tell you what quickly. happened uh, Daniel Jones and, and dumping all that money into him that's what happened that was a disaster yeah.
4: Woo. An, a,
3: an absolute disaster uh what do you make of uh, Denver and where they are? I mean, they, got, uh, they missed the game-winning field goal, but of course Buffalo had 12 men on. and Easily could have lost that game, but have they turned the corner here? I know they've won three in a row. They beat Kansas City. Kansas City had an absolutely dreadful uh, performance offensively. Is this about Denver or is this just other teams not playing well?
6: No, it's about Denver, and I think what we – a lot of people we get so caught up into the quarterback and the offense and what they're doing – uh, teams that are struggling to find themselves, the one thing we don't really spend a lot of time on is defense. And since they gave up 70 points, if you look at Denver Broncos' defense and what they've been able to do, uh, not only in putting pressure on quarterbacks, but also getting turnovers, yeah. that's the thing that's really turned the tide for Denver. I mean, their offense, you know, watching that game uh, last night with that offense, it was Less than desirable. Right, it was a lot of plays and a lot of points left out there on the field. But defensively, for them to be able to create that amount of turnovers and then keep. Uh, keep the Broncos in the game. I mean, that's where we. That's where all the attention needs to be because that that defensively they're doing something with guys that no you know nobody's ever heard of. It's not like they have you know uh, you know a bunch of uh, pipe hitters out there. They just got guys who are really playing and buying into the scheme and, and playing hard for each other.
4: Dallas, of course, coming off another blowout of a tomato can the Giants, <laughs> uh, but Dak Prescott's playing great football. We got to give him credit. And I wonder even first, do you think he should be in the MVP conversation? We're not saying first or second, but should he be in the conversation? And if like, why isn't he? Because he's like 11th in the odds.
6: Yeah, well, I I, I think if, if if you just look at his numbers and look what he's been able to do and the amount of points that they've been able to put up, of course, I mean, he's elevated C D Lamb in terms of his ranking and, and, and receiving. He's the leader of that team. Yeah, they're he blowing from, out do the you teams look who he put up the to points
3: tomorrow. against, come on, man, that's why I, he's I, not l- in well, there. Well,
6: listen, let me finish, man. Let me finish. They're beating and blowing out the teams they're supposed to, and I would say until they can really make that type of statement against some of the top echelons, they're always going to count Dallas Cowboys and Dak Prescott below the you know the talking points and all that. But if he starts beating some of those top-tier teams and putting up the type of numbers against the real defense uh, that he's been putting up against everybody else, then, yeah, you you would have to be remiss to keep him out of the, the MVP conversation. But at conversation. this
4: point, you don't think he should be in the conversation? Well, no. Because he I, hasn't I done it there, again?
6: I, I think there's a couple other quarterbacks who you know, who are leading that charge. Uh but look, once again, it's the Dallas Cowboys and everybody's waiting for the other shoe to fall off. So
3: Right. How about let me uh Zach Wilson and the Jets. I mean, another game, no touchdowns. I mean, Ephraim, <sighs> you play in this league. My God. If you're on this team, you gotta be like, are, are we is this serious? Like there's nobody else in America who could play quarterback? I I just I can't get over it
6: there there is i just don't know what the, what the mentality is um up, up top with, uh, with the GM and the, the, even the head coach. I'm like.
3: And even Aaron Rodgers team, today, right? Didn't he say the, that like, he doesn't have a return date? So even he kind of, kind yeah, of some water on. He's not coming back,
4: man. I, I know. Not, I'm with you. I'm Why with did he you? tell he the Achilles start. Out two months ago? What are you talking about? He Achilles I know. He Is two he two just ago. having fun with people? Is he yeah, like. Yeah.
6: He's trying to be engaged. Look, obviously he wants to be there. He wants to continue to play past this season. So he's being the Aaron Rodgers that we've never seen him be. He's engaged. He's speaking. He's all in for the team. He's saying the right things. He's being less selfish than he's had, he has been before. So, you know, it, it, he of, of course he's dying, and he he knows if he were able to play with this defense that they right. would Really be one of the top tens in the AFC this year, um, but other than that, they have, they really have to move off of. Uh, they have to move off of them uh, of Zach Wilson.
4: Zach, that, that I think it's a, a mandate from on high. Yeah, I mean it, it doesn't make any sense. Conferences, you know, just kind of has no explanation.
6: Look, he was a first round draft pick. They're gonna ride it out. It's gonna be what it's gonna be. The team is still relatively young. So they'll get another shot at it next year. Maybe they can really. What, fix with a 40 year old quarterback
3: who's. I, I getting, who, 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 a 40 year old quarterback point, with a leaky offensive at, line?
6: At, but I got. But at this point, if they can fix the offensive line in the offseason and through free agency, then in the draft and free agency, then they really got a shot because that defense,
4: good lord. Defense is legit. If they just had a, a Joshua Dobbs or somebody, they'd be great. Anybody, I, I if, do, oh, my God. I got. Uh, I, I want to ask you about Dobbs, or at least related, and I do have an NBA question for you before you go. But okay, Dobbs, we know he's a, literally a rocket scientist. He's very intelligent. <laughs> we can go back right historically in the Tom Brady, a Joe Montana, you Patrick Mahomes is obviously a cerebral quarterback, a Joe Burrow. Like it is uh, intelligence or football intelligence? I put it that way. And it, those intangibles, decision making, all of that is so important at quarterback. And that's we're talking about Josh Allen. He seems to lack that decision making. But talk, can, I just want you to kind of explain for the laypersons, you know, how important that is that is to the quarterback position. Even if a guy doesn't have the the strongest arm or the most athleticism. How how much you can make up for that with his mind?
6: Well, you got to be able to make the right decisions. And the faster you can understand the playbook, understand what defenses are, are going to do to you, that's where studying comes in. That's where, uh, you know, the, the, the Arizona Cardinals had a problem with Kyler Murray, wasn't studying enough. You can't just go out there on talent alone. It doesn't work like that at this level. And a lot of great college quarterbacks find that out in the NFL. You get a half a second for a receiver to be open, and sometimes you got to throw that ball before he comes out of his break, and that's something that Dobbs does well, that other quarterbacks struggle on holding on to the ball too long, trying to fit the ball into places in between the safety and the cornerback, things like that. But when you have a cerebral approach to it, you see the game just not through the lens of that's a defensive player, that's an offensive mm-hmm. player. You can see the entire field on both. And then almost you can see what's about to happen. It's almost like a uh, prognostication of what they can do defensively, and then you can come up with a way to attack that all within three seconds.
4: Wow. All right, here's the NBA, because word on the streets is that you once had a game on the hoop court. Come that's on, the bro. word on the streets. Um yeah. I heard that from Ephraim from Salam, from you. But um, <laughs> now nah, tonight we got a huge game. Two young, you know, two guys people think going to be superstars Chet Holmgren, 7'3, Victor Wimbanyama, 7'4. What are your early impressions? Everybody's talking about Wimby, who obviously has looked great, but Holmgren is playing great too. He's not, he's like the fourth option on OKC, and he's giving them like 16 points and seven, eight rebounds, two blocks a game. Like, what What do you think of both of these guys? And what do you think the, of them now and what the future holds for?
6: Well, right now, first of all, I think both of them at their height and at their weight, uh, I think they're amazing talents. Watching Wimby play, it's like, I mean, that's stuff you shouldn't be able to do. You know, you take one dribble from the three-point line, dunk the basketball. I'm like, oh, okay, well, this is new. Right. Uh, his ability to bring the ball up the court after grabbing the rebound through traffic and either taking it all the way to the rim or and kicking it out, it reminds me of, of Charles Barkley. Remember when Charles Barkley got in shape and he would grab the rebound and yep. go down and just dunk on everybody? Yep. Um. But having that in a 19-year-old kid who hasn't even fully finished growing yet, and as for Chet Holmgren, the, I, I think the best thing that happened to him was sitting out last year getting hurt because he got a chance to train be around the nba work on his game at an nba level so now the product we're seeing on the court even though he's not a first second or third option is he's well versed he's ready to go get it off the rim he's ready to block uh uh, be a defensive stopper all of those things that you learn uh being a part of a program and not playing because of injury you can see it really helping his game this year so these two are going to be going back and forth at each other for the next 10 years I hope uh, barring injury I hope they both stay healthy because I'd love to see it
4: absolutely that's our man Eve from Salaam great stuff as always brother
6: absolutely brother y'all stay safe
4: alright later uh, Wimby versus Chet and something's on the line this is a tournament game folks We'll get into that next. It's The Odd Couple, Fox Sports Radio.
5: Be sure to catch live editions of The Odd Couple with Chris Broussard and Rob Parker. Weekdays at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio
1: app. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip.
0: Hi, checking in for...
1: Or the perfect table.
0: Hey, where are you?
1: Coming! Coming!
0: All
4: right, it's the Odd Couple, Chris and Rob, live from the TireRack.com studios. You can test your skills on PrizePix this football season for a fun, exciting way to win up to 25 times your cash. Prize picks daily fantasy sports made easy. You can visit prizepix.com odd100 and use the code ODD100 for a first deposit match up to $100 today. It's time, folks, for Sheckle City.
5: Welcome to Shackle City, the home base for Rob Parker's daily picks against the Sprat.
3: All right, last night, two and one. Of course, the Buffalo Bills did me in. I thought that they would cover that at home. They'd bounce back or whatever, and I'm, I just don't believe that uh, I can put any money on the Bills the rest of the year. But anyway, two and one last night. Let's do some NBA I got the Nets minus two and a half uh, hosting the Magic. Ben Simmons
4: my, injured, Rob. That's
3: my best bet.
4: Believe it or not. Well, I'm you're not being uh, sarcastic. Um, no, he's, he's a little nerve, something with his back.
3: Okay. Uh, Pistons plus four and a half hosting the Hawks in Detroit. And Miami minus six and a half against the Hornets. Chris, what's wrong with the Hornets? What What they're am I missing? They're so, they're so <laughs> bad.
4: No, not they're terrible. Yeah.
3: Yep. So, again – Heat minus six and a half on the road in Charlotte. Pistons plus four and a half road underdogs against the Hawks. I'm going to take the Pistons plus the points. And the Nets minus two and a half in Brooklyn. Hosting Orlando. And remember, I'm not telling you who to bet on. I'm telling you who I bet on.
4: All right, Rob. We said it. We talked about it a little bit with Ephraim Salaam. Victor Wimbanyama, Chet Holmgren going at it. And... Both of these guys, Rob, I mean, they're they're off to great starts. Uh, Victor Wimbanyama, Rob, get this. Only playing 30 minutes a night. Each of them are only playing 30 minutes a night. That's something that when you watch them, I I actually get a little bit frustrated because I wish they were playing heavier minutes. But right now, they're both playing 30 minutes a night. Wimbanyama leads the Spurs in points, 19.7 a game, rebounds, 8.8 a game, steals 1.1 a game and blocks two and a half two point four 2.4 per game. And Chet Holmgren-Rob, same thing, 30 minutes, 16 points, 7.6 rebounds, and uh, 2.3 blocks. So he's leading the Thunder in rebounding and block shots. So what are your thoughts on these two guys? I mean, it's it's early into the season and early in their career, but what anything stood out to you so far or really um, – you know, kind of piqued your interest about the guys.
3: Yeah, no, I mean, obviously you just want to watch them and see uh, the development and, you know, they're they're so raw as far as like being young in the league. Uh, and they're doing well. Um, and just you, you start to try to uh, project, Chris, like what will they be like? You know what I mean? When Oof. they figure it out, when right. they put on a little weight, when they get to you know just to get calls or you know like this as the NBA as you as you evolve in the league you're not ever going to be exactly as soon as you start out but you will uh, develop into something you know what I mean and what will they be like three years from now will they be totally unstoppable because of their height and because of what they're able to do that that's all I'm so this year I'm you know I'm watching and I'm impressed some nights and I'm like wow okay. Uh, they you know, they lived up to, especially Wimby, uh living up to the billing, you know. A lot of times we get sold stuff, some somebody's the next great mouse trap or something going on and, and they don't always pan out. But he looks like he's that guy and uh Chet as well, who
4: was injured, Chris, yep. is playing well too. So so far it's been good. They both look special, um, no doubt about it. And um Rob, I think the the only guy that's angry about them is probably Ralph Sampson. You remember him? He wanted to play outside. He was seven four. He was ridiculed play for elbows, playing outside, jumpers. Oh my gosh, he's he got, soft. He got he killed. Was, right now he got injured, so it might not have mattered. But he he um he was a guy. I mean, in this day and age, Rob, he would come up playing like them. You know, and so that was way back in the mid, early, mid-80s. Uh, How Ralph about Darko? Sampson.
3: Darko was a big guy, not Darko, as tall as them. Yep. He played the perimeter. Larry Brown yep. hated it. La- yep. la- Wouldn't ha- put him on the floor.
4: It. Yeah. Yep. No, so it's the game His career would probably
3: is, be different now, Chris. You know what I mean? If he was drafted now.
4: No, I was saying that the other night. I mean, he might he might have been special in today's NBA, you know, <laughs> instead of viewed widely as a bust. So, all right, uh, we got two hours left, and you get to shine next hour. Keep it live. I-Couple Fox Sports Radio.
0: Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort.